Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hey everybody, welcome to Netflix Life, a streaming TV podcast from Fansided. I'm Bryce Olin and I'm joined by my co-host Cody Schultz. We've got some big Netflix news to discuss regarding Emily in Paris and Red Notice. That's two of the biggest Netflix shows and movies uh, that premiered in late 2021. But uh, first, Cody's got some big Grey's Anatomy news to share with you all. Cody, you're up. Yeah, so much to, I think, the surprise almost of fans, Grey's Anatomy has been renewed for season 19. Um, Ellen Pompeo inked a new deal, and it's interesting. She's not only going to return as Meredith, but I believe it said something about she got up to um, executive producer on the show um, or some title change in the back end, too. But it's one of those things, I think we saw it coming, but she kind of each year gets into that, like when her contract's up, like, I don't know, maybe this is it. I just had a feeling with this kind of a show, ABC is going to want to do a big send-off. And the interesting thing is they're not yet billing season 19 as the final season. Um, ABC is kind of keeping the door open for that possible 20th season or even beyond there. I feel like they did this the last time her deal was up, though. Um, and I, the plan seems to be like they'll notify fans like soonish, like probably, I, I guess, like before the season starts, maybe this fall, on whether it could be the end, just because we know... They're going to do a big marketing rollout whenever that final season gets here. I, yeah, I think this is like the least surprising, surprising news, right? Like, it's like, I think that it was you that was like, they do this every single time. Like, the, the it's such a good, like, leverage in negotiations to be like, I don't know, I'm kind of done with it. And then they have to be like, well, actually, um, we really need you to be a part of it. Um because, well, I mean, do you think that there's a possibility, like, in the future, could it go on without Ellen Pompeo? I don't think so, but I'm not, like, a huge fan of the show. I mean, I think there's arguments for both. It's got such an incredible ensemble, but, the, you know, they've always kind of said, both her and Shonda Rhimes, that when one decides it's time to walk away, they'll both kind of, like, end this show at that point. Um, I mean, and with the spinoffs and shared universe that they already have, like, there's the opportunity still to keep certain characters around. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, but it's just one of those shows that I I question, I feel like it was a a sure thing to get renewed, but like the question marks every year of like, it's getting up there. She's talked about getting antsy, you know, possibly moving on. Um, but it's still, you know, ABC's top scripted show. I think it's top show in general. It's helped, you know, station 19 emerges. I think it's number two drama that just got renewed during the TCAs last week um, or this week. And so I just feel like this was a move that. Of course, ABC was going to try to, you know, do everything in its power to make it happen. And it's just kind of nice knowing for fans, okay, it's happening. I know this year feels like mixed reviews for the the renewal. Like, I feel like some fans were very excited and others like, oh, I'll just end it already. I'm someone who's going to continue watching and it will take new episodes as long as they give them to us. Uh, but I understand, you know, the other side of like looking back at like how many characters have left, actors have left. And so we're definitely closer to the end than, of course, we were at the beginning. It's just going to be a matter of how far will ABC get, you know, get the show going. I feel like, I mean, 
they've got to do 20 seasons, like two decades on TV. I just feel like it's like too, I don't know, too special not to, but also I understand like just keep cashing checks too. Like if I was Shonda Rhimes, I mean, she's very wealthy, but like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> just keep them coming. What's the, what, what it doesn't do any harm. And with, I don't know, it's, it's really tough. I feel like for, um, these like broadcast channels that, to keep when you have a, like a mega hit like this. And I know that ratings have gone down over the years, but to still be number one after all this time, it's like they're going to probably ride off into the sunset as the number one show. So it's like, then it's at that point just choosing like when to end it. And it's such like a shaky ground with like all the streaming services and, you know, Grey's Anatomy is on Netflix. But when this show, I don't know, we talk about like Seinfeld friends the office was a big one um, shows that like could when they leave a streaming service, like the negotiations that are going to happen about bringing like where this will land after it leaves Netflix and how much money is on the line for the streaming deal. Like, oh, my gosh, like it's I don't know. I just don't really have the words to even describe it because I think it's probably going to be like the biggest acquisition ever when that all goes down. So it's just like. That's what's going to happen later on, but just in the short term, like, yeah, how can they not do 20 seasons? I just don't think, I, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, 20's kind of been, as we've kind of got up in the seasons, it's been the one, like, on my target. I'm like, 20 seems like, I like nice round numbers just myself, like, in general. <laughs> when it comes to, like, ending shows, I'm like, okay, 15 seasons, 20 seasons, like, those nice round numbers, if you're going to end a show, it's just always, like, weird when they end, like, nine, and it's like, oh, they're one short, because you see, like, the different milestones that tend to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what the 20th season with the milestone would be 400th episode maybe um, i think they've got i'm gonna google it real quick so but i think that they're close to 400 right now like 320 370 something like that yeah it's say. always like that because i feel like in season five tends to be when we see the 100th episode for most shows yeah and then you know like a couple seasons later you get the 150th and then you just kind of go from there but Grey's is one of those shows that's had some longer seasons and other shows um so it's an interesting it's an interesting one there but so it's in the middle of season 18 right now and it's had 388 episodes so is that is 400 gonna land this year i guess it's it it, in wikipedia is not telling me how many episodes are in this season um yeah i think that would mean we'd hit it yeah in season 19 then yeah i don't even know where that would put us come season 20 but you know what um, let's just go for five more that gets to 500 episodes. <laughs> Ended on episode 500. Oh my, that's insane. I can't even, like, like I said, I, I don't really have words to even, like, understand. <laughs> like, explain how crazy that is. Yeah, it's insane. When you look at, I mean, and it's not just Grey's Anatomy, but there's so many shows on broadcast right now that are in those high numbers. I mean, NCIS is, I think, season 19 um, this year. Of course, Law & Order SVU has been going strong for... 23 seasons I believe they're in right now and they're already renewed for next season so we know they've got at least one more um I mean of course Law and Order is coming back and so it'll have a 21st season um because they're calling it a reboot you know revival and not Mm -hmm. just a a reboot and so it's definitely interesting but it does make it harder I think for shows that go on that long to hit the right note we saw it recently with Supernatural a show that went you know 15 seasons and the finale kind of was polarizing among fans because it's like when you have so much history it's like, how do you wrap things up in a way that's going to please everybody? And it's just hard. 
Meredith retires and just is like on a beach or something. <laughs> like that's it. No, um, I don't know. We'll we'll have more updates later on, but that's yeah, that's that's incredible. Um, do you want to talk about uh, Emily in Paris and Red Notice? Yeah, two other exciting and incredible renewal news. Yeah, big news. Um, first, I'm going to encourage our listeners to check out Blindsided, a new podcast from the Players Tribune. The Players Tribune has launched its first ever mental health podcast. It's hosted by former NHL goalie Corey Hirsch and psychiatrist Dr. Diane McIntosh. Blindsided will share and analyze moments for a variety of athletes when everything changed for them and what happened when it did. The podcast lets listeners hear these athletes describe moments when mental health became the most important focus on their lives. Blindsided then dives deeper, it gets clinical, and it allows listeners to leave with an understanding of the different varieties of mental health challenges that people face, why they appear, and how athletes in particular face them down. Blindsided is a podcast or a sports podcast not only for people who follow sports, but also also for those who don't. You can subscribe to Blindsided on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts today. Alright, so big Emily in Paris news. We there were some rumblings before um Season two premiered on December 22nd that Netflix had already renewed Emily in Paris for season three. Um, We heard that it wasn't official. And then less than a month after um, Netflix confirmed that Emily in Paris is not only renewed for season three, but it's also renewed renewed for season four. And it's really interesting because this is like, I don't know off the top of my head, but four or five almost in a row of two season renewals at Netflix, right? Yeah, this is the latest. It's kind of one of those things where Netflix kind of got a rap for, you know, canceling shows pretty quickly and untimely. And now they're kind of getting into a pattern of doing these two season renewals. We saw it with Virgin River, Bridgerton. Um, You know, there was the rumor there that Outer Banks possibly had gotten, but then we just got a season three renewal. But it's becoming something and I think it's a smart move. Um, I think it definitely helps with like the turnaround with production, kind of helping get things moving along where there's not like that waiting period for the creative team. They know okay, we can map out two more seasons already. Um, and I feel like it just cuts down and it's got to be cost effective, like just being able to get the writer's room started and have that plan going. Um, and hopefully, like the other thing is it should help with like turnaround on some of these different shows because we're not waiting for the renewals to come after a season drops. When season three drops, we already know season four is going to be coming. And so I think that's an exciting trend to see Netflix moving in. Yeah, and not only just the two-season renewals at a time, like, we're seeing the earlier renewals. I feel like that happened kind of before we started seeing some of the two-season renewals, like The Witcher, they announced season three was already in the works in September. Obviously, the new season dropped in December. Um, so we knew the writers were already working on that. It looks like that the scripts are probably close to done, or not, if, if not already done, for season three there. Cobra Kai was another one that got season five before season four even dropped. Um there's quite a few along in that list. And I mean, then if you look at like Stranger Things, the bigger ones like that have basically an automatic renewal. We don't know what the future is, but as long as they're going to, you know, want to keep making episodes, that's going to get renewed every season. So and then you also look at like the expanding worlds with, you know, I feel like the Emily in Paris. I don't know if that's a possibility, but based on how much people like these characters, you know, could a spinoff about a supporting character be in the mix in the future? Like, I don't think that you can rule that out based on um, some of the ratings that we saw for Emily in Paris and how big it was. I think it was a perfect drop too. like right around Christmas time, the holidays, everyone probably had a chance to binge watch it. Um, But it's crazy. Not even a month out and we've got, you know, at least 
eight to ten more episodes in each season, so sixteen to twenty more episodes in the work. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, and I mean, you mentioned the ratings too. I mean, it's we have you know the figures from Deadline, who was one of the first to announce the renewal, kind of said that in that first week it did one hundred seven point six million um, hours in the you know the Netflix <laughs> algorithm, which we're still <laughs> semi confused about like what exactly that means. But I mean, it was only number two behind The Witcher, which you know, did 168 million. So when you look at those totals, they're pretty close for a show that's, you know, um, it's a comedy, which I feel like comedies sometimes get a little overlooked when it comes to, you know, series. Everyone talks about some of the dramas. Um, but I mean, summers were really strong. And I know it's one that has gotten panned by critics and all that, but it's just such a fun show. I really enjoy watching it. It's super easy to binge through the episodes. Um, it's like, I'm kind of, that's what I like about the two season renewals. It's like, I know more are coming. Hopefully maybe they'll do a quicker turnaround because it's like after you binge a season it's like oh i want like the next batch now because both finales so far they've left with like those good cliffhangers and you're like okay what's what's coming next what's gonna happen and so i think it's exciting to know that there's two seasons already coming um it just is exciting to see kind of netflix keeping this trend going instead of us being like in that constant state of limbo of like we love this show but is it gonna get canceled after its upcoming season yeah, and I feel like with the pandemic too, like with all of the delays in production, getting these, you know, shows that are hits back for, you know, multiple seasons to where they can get the writing done and then possibly film back to back or just have the plan in place, the structure there that they can then, you know, adjust on the fly. And I wonder, like, with everything happening, is the two season renewal be- like more beneficial for like Netflix and that they can kind of lock in the actors and be like, okay, this is going to start here. We heard, I think it was Alexandra Breckenridge of um, Virgin River mentioned this week in a video that they were going to start filming Virgin River in March, which meant that that was season five was going to start and then it's delayed now. So like based on what they can do with the multi-season renewals, they can clearly get production going, hopefully, um, in a much more timely fashion. And like you said, with the ratings, it just makes sense. Like people are watching this. And I guess that when like the first question that you have after like a season ends is like, how long do I have to wait now? Like that's the perfect way for Netflix to continue doing business. And I think like you mentioned, Emily and Paris nailed it for season one. And then season two, I don't know, it was especially good, an especially good cliffhanger. So what do you think Emily and Paris season three timeline? What are we looking at? Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, I don't know if we've gotten any updates just yet on how quickly they're going to be starting production on season three in terms of like filming and all that. But it makes me think that we could see season three drop in 2022. Um, I imagine if it does drop, it's got to be coming late 2022, maybe another December release, uh, which obviously you look at the ratings and that kind of release timeline worked out well for the show. So I'm optimistic we can still get season three this year. Um the fact that we already know it was renewed quickly makes me think that, you know, they were already kind of working on things before that announcement maybe came out. So I think all signs seem to be pointing towards some kind of 2022 release date. If not, I feel like the latest we'd see it would be spring, you know, 2023. But I just think this is when we have a good shot of seeing a new season this year, which would kind of keep pace because we've seen, I believe, a new season um, each year so far. Yeah, and I think... Um... Yeah, I haven't seen, I did a little bit of research and couldn't kind of figure out when they were going to start filming or anything like that. Obviously, this is really new news, so uh, it it makes sense why we wouldn't know yet. But I guess, I'm trying to think, I should have looked at the season two, but I feel like it was spring start date and then they wrapped in the summer. And because the show, 
shorter episodes. Is there eight episodes in each season or ten? I think there's ten, right? Yeah, ten. But I mean, they've got the benefit of being the shorter episodes, right? And so, so then you, yeah, you're only making really like you know five plus hours of content um, in a season, and so the the time between the end of production and release date is seem like it seems like it's a lot shorter. I mean, to end in the summer and then you're out in December, I feel like we could definitely see that um, the season come together in the next couple of months. They start in like May or June. You know, even if they're wrapping as late as like August, I feel like that they could still get it out by December. And with the numbers that we're seeing for season two, I would imagine that Netflix would want to keep this around November, December, holiday, feel good. You know, I can keep going, but I think you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's it's a good timeline and all that. And like you said, it, it the fact that there's not a lot of special effects and all that helps these kind of shows turn around. So it should be, I think, good news for Emily and Paris fans. Like once in terms of like when the season's coming, obviously the renewal is great news and exciting news, which speaking of like more exciting news, we got the Emily and Paris news, which is confirmed, but we also have a little bit of, you know, r- rumors circulating about Netflix kind of green lighting two back to back sequels to Red Notice, which I feel like when we talked about the movie and when it was released, we kind of theorized that that would be what they would do just because, look, this production's massive. You've got three of the biggest movie stars in the game right now, a huge budget, huge production. It just makes sense to film these movies back to back. And the rumor seems to be that Netflix is eyeing that, hoping to get an early production 2023, just kind of dependent on locking in like those deals with the talent and the schedule for the talent, because like I said, they're not, you know, some little known actors. They've got three of the biggest movie stars in this, in this movie. And the goal is to get them all back. Yeah, that's, it's, it's crazy. So Netflix has not confirmed this. This is a deadline report. Um, But at this point, you know, I want to say if deadline is rolling this out there with as many details as they gave that this is just Netflix waiting to make their own announcement kind of deal to get a little buzz. I think that this is, Definitely happening. Um, I would assume, based on you know this report and everything that we've heard so far, that all three will be back. Um, the the kicker, though, like you mentioned too, carving out enough time to film two of these movies back to back when the, we're talking about three of the busiest A list actors in the biz right now. I don't know. It's got to be a nightmare. Like, whoever is doing this, like, I'm sorry. That sucks. <laughs> it really is. I mean, you look at these three actors. I mean, Dwayne Johnson, Ryan Reynolds, Gal Gadot. Mm-hmm. They, it's not like they're just sitting around not attached to any kind of projects. I mean, they're all attached to so many. Um, I mean, just off the top of my head, I know Gal is attached to a Snow White project for Disney. We know she's going to be starring as Cleopatra on a project there. She's, you know, there's still the question of Wonder Woman 3. What's going on with that movie? Then you've got The Rock and, and Ryan Reynolds, of course, so much going on. You've got Black Adam, you've got the Deadpool rumors. And so these are all big franchises that are already attached to, and you throw in Red Notice, which has become a huge hit for Netflix. So it makes sense that they're going to want to do something else. Um, I think the positive thing here is when the film was released and like there was that buzz of like there should be another one, all of the actors seemed to like be very much on board with like wanting to work together again. And hoping to be able to do another sequel. So I think that always helps when like the talent wants to do more. Uh, and we do also know 
um, Rashawn Marshall Thurber, who I, I believe was who penned and directed the first movie, mm-hmm. is attached to you know this project as well. And, and there's already rumors that he's already working on writing the scripts, which I feel like is another promising sign. Like he's getting that process going. Um, it just seems like a no brainer to me for Netflix. Like you said, the timeline is the key. Yeah. So I guess if I'm looking at it, I'll just share mine, my idea and you can, uh, piggyback on that or, uh, shoot it down. But early 2023, I think, you know, looking at like, I would guess like two to four months on each movie. So, you know, that's basically, we could call it six months of filming, um, I think that there's a chance that they could do early 2020 or not early late 2023. Like we could see this at Christmas time again or right around Thanksgiving um, next year. I mean, that's basically two years away now. Uh, that seems like that that could happen for the the first sequel. Do you think that that's a like likely or I don't know, possible? <laughs> I know that's where I'm like hung up because all, all signs seem to be pointing towards them starting production in 2023. Like that being like the goal, it would be then. Um, and like you said, like depending on when, like how early that ends up being, because it's like if early is January, then of course that's, you know, opens the whole you know other mm-hmm. chapter. But if it's like early is in March or April, that's a couple months into the year. You talk a couple months more of like filming and that. And then these movies have post-production because they do have a lot of, you know, effects and are big action movies. And so I personally would love to see them drop in like, you know, the first sequel drop in, you know, November of 2023. Um, I just start to wonder, like, could it actually happen because of Mm -hmm. how we've kind of seen with, you know, some of these other Netflix originals like Extraction, um, like how long it's taken them just to get a movie going with like one big name attached on the three. Oh, I know. And I guess so if it's not, then I mean, I would probably say like summer 2024. I don't think you'll see this movie either one, two or three in like the first six months of the year, maybe like April, May, they could do like that big summer kickoff like they've done in the past with um, big movies like that. I think Extraction was like April, but I feel like this is like summer blockbuster July release or like holiday release. And based on the numbers, I can't imagine. um, I don't know. I feel like Netflix would really want to do, like keep it the same, do a holiday type release, whether it's Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, around Thanksgiving, right before Thanksgiving, give people a lot of time when, you know, they're home with like, I don't know, it's not like a family movie, but it's not not a family movie, if you know what I mean. So like, that's kind of what I, what I, like my mind jumps to. You could do, they could do the other big net, like action movies that they have in the summer and keep this one on that like Christmas, Christmas uh, release date and back-to-back years. I don't know. That's kind of what I'm thinking, though. Yeah, my I'm kind of looking at like the two timelines of either like maybe November, December 2023, um, or I feel like the earliest beyond, like if we get into 2024, would be summer. Like I don't see this being like a spring movie. This would either be a summer or fall movie, like whenever it drops. And so it's just going to be interesting. But I think it's exciting to know like they're they're working towards you know getting it done, and it's just going to be a matter of like finalizing those details and just kind of getting it out. So. We know at least Netflix is playing ball now. Like, they want it to happen, too. So it's just a matter of, like, getting it past the finish line, which now we just wait and see. Good news all around. Grey's Anatomy Season 18, probably looking at, like, June release date on Netflix, if everything goes according to plan. Um, This year, 
I keep thinking it's 2021 still. It's 2022. <laughs> Emily in Paris renewed for season three and season four. And then Red Notice season or season two. Red Notice two and Red Notice three in the works. Um, just a little recap there of what we talked about. Any last thoughts, Cody, before we jump out? Just that it's continued to be exciting. I'm like, now I'm looking and expecting more of these like two season pickups. So it's going to be interesting to see like how this continues to shift the trend for Netflix. Outer Banks. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, we're done. Uh, thank everyone for listening. See you next time. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.